This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. No snow, it's cold enough. <laughs> and in some parts of the UK, they're getting loads. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Well, we're just having a cold, which is okay. And it was delightful. The, the girls were out on the bankside this afternoon. Um, well, they've been around the lake. They went there this morning, and then they came back, and then they were in the car park sort of area, and then into the field. And uh, they kind of gathered there. Oh, hello, girls. They're all gathered, half, most of them actually, down in the stable area. And the others who now moved... <laughs> because it's got a bit colder. They were just lying in the afternoon sun. Not a lot of warmth, but better than no warmth at all. So the afternoon winter sun was just warming them and they were really enjoying that, which was nice. So uh, down to give them their tea. And uh, we've got another... Well, I've got two swans at the moment. We we had three. There was a youngster. There was a, a juvenile, uh, not in its full white plumage. Um, didn't it only stayed brief time? It disappeared. But the other two have stayed. The adults, so they're still around. <laughs> they keep coming and going. We've never had swans before this year, uh, or end of last year, and uh, and now we've we they keep coming back. I don't know. Do they pass the word around? Do you think? Do they? Do they? They have a have a what's available notice board that they pin us up and, and say, oh, you ought to go here. Uh, well, it was nice to have them around, appreciating it. Um, and, uh, yeah, the girls are hearing me talking by the fence line here, and they're all heading back to the stable. No, 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 enough of that talking. Let's have some food, please. <laughs> they are quite hungry in this cold weather, that's for sure. And I can't can completely understand that, yes. So they've got some, another... Um, hay delivery so we've got uh, hay we can give them quite freely at the moment we're not trying to eke it out just it's best to give it them when they need it which is in this cold weather so they've got plenty of hay at the moment birds are really busy lots and lots of those amazing robins and everything everything and the chaffinches and so on the hatches again this morning and uh, yeah so that's that's really nice Got one that's particularly friendly and comes into the the tack room with me when I'm putting the food out. Oh, there's a crumb there. I'll have that one. Um, and it was kind of within six inches of my hand and that kind of stuff. So it's it, it's probably got potential to be one of those friendly pet. Kind of, not really a pet. A really friendly robin that could probably feed from my hand. Uh, needs a bit of work on it. And, and I'm just hesitant slightly. And uh, yeah, so we're managing we're managing a little bit of having to break the ice off the water but not too bad and uh, things tick along and there's a this and there's a that and they're looking pretty dry and and fluffy at the moment all in their glorious alpaca fleece so i'll go feed them and i'll catch you in a bit and now we're on the inside <laughs> i've come indoors again uh, it is cold out there. I, do you feel guilty? I feel guilty. No, I shouldn't feel guilty, but uh, 
when it's really cold out and I come in and go, oh, it's nice to be in the warm, I kind of feel guilty that, that they haven't got a centrally heated barn. <laughs> this is silly. This is ridiculous. Let me speak it out loud. It sounds, yeah, no, it does sound silly. So I'm not going to dwell on that one. Uh, I don't really feel guilty, but it just, there's a, there's a momentary flash through my brain of, uh, I'm sure they'd like to be in the warm, but they've gone off. They, they, they have this little routine that they do in the evenings. Um, and they've had the food and they've gone off and they go down and there's a particular field where they, they sheltered with the trees and the various things, but there's not much wind movement at all. We're due for some, <laughs> we've got so many yellow warnings on the weather forecast at the moment. It's difficult to keep up with them all. We're on the edge of most things, not, not um, sort of center of, of anything much. Sunday's going to be quite blowy and windy and stuff, but that's okay. But it's also going to bring some wet weather, but it's also going to be, um, probably 10 degrees warmer. <laughs> so, we oh, what is this weather and the climate doing? It's all very strange. So we'll take whatever comes and we'll do what we can with it. So, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about making decisions. I think I've talked about this before, but uh, one of the, the things, of, you know, am I going to start keeping alpacas? That kind of question that, what do I need to do? What do I need to know? And all those kind of things. Um, and people ask us sometimes, you know, how did you get started? And what do I, what do I how, how could I get started? Those kind of questions. Um, and just realizing that there are two aspects. One is approaching it with, with a head and a heart approach. You need both of those perspectives. You need both of those things in there. And, and I, I'm guessing probably you're kind of like me, not exactly like me, obviously, but kind of like me that, that you favor one or the other. You favor the logic, the, the, the head approach. Um, or you favor the heart approach. There's an emotional response. I want to, I want to have alpacas. Um, and we actually need both those bits to be successful as alpaca owners. I think we need both. Well, actually in most things in life, isn't it? You need to, you need to have both aspects. Um, and actually recognizing in ourselves, which of those two things we tend to favor. Is it we tend to use our head more? rather than our heart? Or is it we tend to respond from our heart? Um, I've discovered, for me, one of the things I'm better at is knowing the not, the thing that I don't want to do, the things that I, I think we shouldn't do, the thing that feels more risky. That internal kind of gut feeling that we get, that's much more accurate when it's a not. Don't do this. You know, that, that kind of alert... <laughs> <laughs> to to danger response, which is kind of a subconscious thing. It's an internal thing. It's a uh, goes way back kind of thing. And some people talk about it being uh, the lizard brain, and other people talk about it being the, the the chimp brain. But that kind of thing that's just a natural reaction, and it serves us well to protect us. Um, it might not serve us well for some other situations. So when you considering. Should I start keeping alpacas? There's a whole bunch of things that you need to think about in terms of the land and the, you know, what skills do you need to, how are you going to learn those things? What things do you need to have? Physical things like catch pens and that kind of thing. What about fencing? What about the grass, the grazing? Have you got enough land of the right kind to be able to, to keep alpacas? What about the shelter buildings uh, and vegetation, so trees and and 
hedges and that kind of thing to to break the wind and also to to give some shelter uh, and shade that kind of thing so there's a, there's a whole lot of, of things um usually we can't start from nowhere do, do you know what i mean we, we we have something and we go how can i adapt this how can i work with this what are the the things i'm going to need to do to balance out the fact that, that this bit's missing or that bit's not as good as it could be uh, there are some things that you can do, um, but ideally you start with something that's pretty close, that's got a lot of good things going for it already. Um, I know some people start with the idea of keeping alpacas and then work towards that, and then they're looking for land, they're looking for a place to be able to to keep alpacas. Um, sometimes in the UK, I'm not sure how it is in, in the US, but in the UK we, we do get problems with planning uh, approval to to have alpacas or to have somewhere to live um you might have a field but to have something to build a, a log cabin or a whatever it is um to have somewhere to live on site can be challenging depends it depends on the zoning and all that kind of stuff but yeah so there, there's a bunch of issues there but when you approach it you need to thinking the, the two big areas have i got enough yeah have i got enough have i got enough time can I do this? Have I got enough time to give to the alpacas in terms of the attention they need? Now, a lot of the time they don't need it intensively, but over time, a bit each day, morning and evening, ideally, and and also then particular busy times. So it might be birthing or the matings, or it could be the shearing times, or it could be general husbandry times when you're going to be doing those. There's a, there's a more intense kind of time demand. Um, you do get stuck tied with them in terms of holidays and going away? Have you got somebody that can come and look after them? And if you've got three and they just need a bit of hay, then it's not so bad. But if you've got 10 and they're pregnant females uh, that are due to give birth, and that's when you're going to be <laughs> going to be away for a wedding or goodness knows what, uh, I'm speaking from experience there, then it becomes a challenge to find somebody who can help you with that. And there are, there are a few around. Once you get in the mix of alpaca people, then you can find that there are some people who come and they'll they'll farm sit and they'll they've got experience with the alpacas. They're, they're few and far between. I know uh, it can be difficult to find the right person to help. So those those are the kind of you know things. Have you got the time for those little bursts of activity when when you're going to be able to do that? And have you got the money? Have you got the money to get started to buy the animals in the first place? Have you got the money to keep going in terms of vets fees and feed? And uh, the, the the various things that that, that come up, uh, bits and pieces of equipment, new buckets, new wheelbarrows, maybe new shovels. Over time, you don't need it all. You need some stuff to get started. You don't need to have it all in order to to get going. So, have you got enough to be able to do this thing? But you really, really want them. So the heart's speaking, the head is going. We're not sure we can do this. Have we? Have we got enough money? Have we got enough time? Have we got enough? Um, commitment to this longer term commitment because of the the age that they will live to 15 20 25 some of them um that's a long a long term commitment and uh, you just got to know what you're doing enough to make the decision to step in but you can't just work on the head thing in order to keep going there are times when you need the passion you know i'm doing this because i really want to um, not just because it was a good idea, not just because I could. So that whole heart 
engagement needs to be there, as well as the logic and the uh, the careful weighing up of the different things. And you can get your piece of paper and pros and cons. These are the pluses. These are the the, the minuses or the negatives. Um, how you weight that? You know, that's a great idea. I, I've done that, played that game before as well. But how you weight those things? Uh, do they carry the same amount of weight? Um, the positives and the negatives. So what what I'm suggesting is that you think about how you how you make decisions, and particularly if you're feeling towards keeping alpacas, then what's the reality here about what's involved? Can can you get some experience of that? Can you go spend some time with other people who've got alpacas? Um, maybe it's possible to find someone who you they're doing holiday lets or something. They're doing holidays on the farm as well, and they have alpacas. So you can go spend some time. You've got the time to be around the alpacas. Now, you might get a rose-tinted spectacle approach. You may go, oh, this would be a lovely place to live, um, as some people do when they go on holiday. Uh, the reality, it's not the same in the winter. It's not the same in the middle of the summer when everybody else is going there. So just visiting a place is helpful, but it's not the full picture. And then that just gives you an experience as well. It's trying to help earth your thoughts and and your feelings and get to to be able to make a, an appropriate judgment with all of this don't rush at it don't 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 do it on impulse do take your time um but don't hold back that you're going to go oh i wish i had um i'm not telling you to do either thing you do know that uh, you know it's partly because i don't want to get blamed later on but but also you know i'm not telling you how to do this in terms of you, because you are different to me. And the factors seem to be how much of his head, how much of it is heart, take account of both, work out which one you favor, and then make sure it's it's counterbalanced appropriately without being over thing. And, and you know, the, the likelihood is it's a family decision of some kind as well. So um, take on board the expressions of concern, the expressions of enthusiasm, and try and find a balance place in the midst of it all. Um, you're never going to know if it was a good idea until <laughs> you're af- you're in the middle of it, or until afterwards. You know, this was such a bad idea. I wish I'd never done that. Well, you don't know for sure when you're making that step. It's always a step into the unknown, really. Uh, you do everything that you can to weigh it up, to have a good judgment. And it's still, there will be things that you haven't thought of. There will be things that you couldn't have known were going to happen. And it could be your health. It could be alpaca health. It could be to do with the land and flooding, or it could be to do with the cost of feed going up because of the cost of wheat and all the rest of it going up. So there's a, there's a, so many different factors. Um, you can't nail them all down, but you can make sure that you have a good, proper look at those things. So don't be in a rush. Do take advice and then make your own decision. And uh, there, there was a a book, which it was a bunch of advice that somebody wrote for, for their, um, I think it was a son going off to college. And it was five, <laughs> 500 things, whatever. The short little one-liners, you know, at some point in your life, owner um a convertible <laughs> i did that 
Uh, not not just as a result of reading the book, but uh, there are things that you go, do you know, I really want to have, I want to have a go at this. I want to do this. Um, so be sensible, but also let, let the dreams become reality. Uh, I like the dream in its reality phase here with, with us, with our alpacas. Um, I wouldn't want to stop you doing this, but I would say, make sure, make sure it's right for you and your circumstances, make sure the timing's right. And maybe it's not right for now, but it's going to be okay in a year's time or in two years time, or how do I move from here to there? So we're in the right place to be able to do this. Um, and sometimes it's a journey to get there. And that's also a test, isn't it? Over time, I still want to do this. Okay. Then uh, there's more reality to it than than just a, a pipe dream. So yeah. So if you can, stay warm. <laughs> oh yeah. No no. My phrase is go spend some time with your alpacas. Do you know it's just too cold to be out for very long? Uh, you do need to spend some time with them. They do need feeding. They do need to be checked on. Um, but do be sensible. Don't don't get stuck out in awful weather, unless you have to. There are times when you've got to do something and the weather's not the best that it could be, but it is what it is. And this is what we've signed up for. Uh, did we know about this bit? Did it, Did I know about wearing waterproofs between October and, <laughs> and May? Uh, there are things that you need to know. Do ask people, do talk to people, do find out, and then do the dream for you. Okay. Take care. Really do. Take care, stay warm, and if you can, spend some time with your alpacas too. Okay, bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.